0: Keegan Cassius, IFL TV, MTK Global. We're at the press conference to announce Dubois' fight with Joe Joyce on April the 11th. I'm joined by Daniel Dubois. How are you feeling, Daniel? Confident, feeling good. Feeling relaxed, calm and um, ready to go. You say you're feeling calm, but can you talk us through what was going through your head when you shoved Joe Joyce, which is a little bit maybe out of character from what we've seen of you,
1: no? No, no, not at all. I'm a fighter through and through and... it's um, it's under there the monster the beast inside he's waiting to come out and you know just wreak havoc but I'm just prepared to you know once again do as I've done before and get a devastating victory and result on April the 11th
0: What was he saying to you in that headset? we saw sort of a few words being exchanged there before you shoved him but what was he actually saying to you or what was you saying to him
1: I can't really remember um, you know I, I just past that it was a moment you know in the moment and whatever I, I shoved them, and reacted so this is what it is it's fair to say that both of you fighters didn't really I suppose have to
0: take this fight now but we're getting to see it now so the British public wins and everyone interested in watching the fight wins but were there other options for you that
1: you thought about before taking this fight with Joyce I don't think there's too many others I think there's not too many you know if we're just going to just mess around and, you know, what's the point? If you're going to be in it, you've got to be in it to win it. And to beat the, beat the man, you've got to beat the man. and That's exactly the same approach I'm taking right now. Um, Joe Joyce, he's, he's up there. He's got great credentials, tough man. And he's a tough cookie, but I'm tougher. And on April, I'm going to show that and prove I'm a better fighter. And I'm going to just go out there and knock him out and demolish him.
0: In that press conference there, uh, Joyce and Sam Jones as well, very critical of your record saying that you hadn't fought anyone and focusing on your fight with Fujimoto. Uh, what
1: did you make of them? comments from Sam and Joe. Um, it was really needless to bring it up really. Um, we've all had fights. if you look at some of these fights, the guys he's fought are just complete losers and you know do you know every fighter up and coming has you know knockover jobs and stuff like that, but I was, this is. This is a real fight, and it's going to be great while it lasts.
0: Danny, I will ask you. Obviously, Joe's mother did ask you a question, and you kind of responded in a way that may have shocked a few people. Can
1: you kind of make a comment on that? No, not really. Um, what can I say? It's, it is what it is. It, you know, I'm, I, I mean what I say 100%, and I got I'm, I'm 100% set on knocking the Joe out. And um, believe me, I'm 100% going to knock him out and finish this with devastating fashion. So. I just said it as it is and she won't have to see the heartache of seeing her son on, on the canvas.
0: I did actually ask her about it, she did say that she took it as a tongue-in-cheek comment so she didn't take any offence to it but uh, maybe surprised a few people here. It's a laugh, isn't it? <laughs> um, OK, just finally I do want to ask you about the, the huge fight coming up in a couple of weeks in your division, obviously much talked about Fury Wilder, uh, what's your thoughts on this uh, on February
1: 22nd in Las Vegas? Um, the honest, I haven't really cared too much about the fight. It's going to be a great fight. What can I say it's going to be two of the top heavyweights in this era facing off, and it'll be a great event. I'm going to be tuning in as much and um, keeping an eye on that, and um, may the best man win.
0: Final thing how many rounds do you believe that you'll knock Joe Joyce out in? Not a round predictor. <laughs>
1: I'm not just for the benefit of the question, then Daniel, <laughs> I'm not a round predictor, but it's gonna be a stoppage. Um, when when it happens, it's going I don't know. I don't predict the rounds, but I'm gonna. It could be first, could be early, could be late. I'm really just focused on coming out and um, letting loose. He's a big target, so I can't miss him. He's gonna be, you know, he's got a big, you know, big old head and body, and I'm just gonna work work him over.
0: We'll look forward to it April the 11th at the O2. Get your tickets or get it on BT Sport Box Office. Daniel Dubois, thank you very much for your time and uh, we'll surely speak to you again before April.
2: Thank you. Gold Star Promotions is proud to present Lloyd Money Mayweather. The man himself is coming to the UK for his UK tour, February and March 2020. For
0: all info and tickets, Gold Star Promotions, the folks of the UK. This is Kogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're here at the formal announcement of a huge show April 11th on BT Sport Box Office between Daniel Dubois and Joe Joyce. We've had some very unfunny tweets from Sam Jones all week teasing us about a potential Fujimoto fight. I really hope Fujimoto gets older. you. Do you know that?
3: Why? Listen, it was a potential fight. Come on now. listen. No, this is the fight everyone wanted, so it's what the fight we've, we've given him. It's been, it's, been, it's been like a good few weeks, months of negotiations, but we, we got there in the end. Bloody liar. Oh, he fell for it, listen, he, fell for it. he fell for it. Come come round, come He round. fell for it. Do
4: you know what, I can I can't I can't never hear, come, listen come. to you again, bro. He fell, he fell. Listen, <laughs> I can never listen to you.
3: I, he said to me yesterday, he goes, oh, so what's, what's it? I'm, I'm coming to the press conference, um, uh, Joyce <laughs> Dubois, and I went, nah, Dubois Price, Joyce Fujimoto, chief support, and he went,
4: no. Oh. No. He
3: fell for it. Do you know what?
4: I didn't actually fall for it. I got information from someone else prior, but I was confused. I'm saying, why would this gentleman lie to me? Me and Sam, I can't, you know, like, I'm really confused. um, I got him. I I said to him, you know, when I woke up this morning, I said... Sam will be forever known as the lying Sam. That's it. <laughs> I, it, I it. lying Sam. I put the
3: fish on. How can he not know that? Come on now. Uh, Fujimoto Joyce,
4: chief support. Come on now. He thought it, really. No, he I didn't, you know, because I was told by, so I don't want to let the cat out of the no, bag. You but did. I'll, I'll, showed, I'll show I, Google the screenshot. See, no, he fell oh, for no. it. <laughs> when you <laughs> told me, I was confused. And I said, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. But what it is, is been in the gym over the all week this week so you know there was sources confirming different <laughs> stuff don't want to you know go too much but i thought when i saw it today i thought bloody sam jones you know i said i'm gonna throttle him <laughs> i just said to joe joyce to me where's sam i, said, I think he's around there it's me. he's in for it yeah he's, <laughs> he
3: was worried yeah he was worried, he was I, worried. I,
4: will... I, was, I was literally thinking was what on earth I is going gonna on
3: that to everyone come on now this is serious business serious business a great fight uh, it's, what, it's what everyone's wanted, has not it? Everyone's been saying, Everyone, always, I, 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 even I get stopped. The irrelevant me. We need to make Joyce the bar, so we've, we've
4: done it. Well, listen, we're all going to look forward to it, man. And, uh, you know, let the best man win,
0: I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, oh, we'll catch up with you in a bit, yeah. then. 100%. Can you come back into shot? Let's get you back in. There he we go. A space, <laughs> He's <laughs> a human fridge, isn't he? He's a human fridge. <laughs> Um, right, let's, let's let's talk about this fight. It's a great fight, and um, so to be fair, let's have it right. Joyce, audible. I didn't really need to take this fight. There, there could have been other options. You, we know you had an option um, with um, Hergovic. That was an, also an option, but. Fans win it the end, that's an old cliche, but fans do win. We get to see a great fight April 11th. Honestly, though, I do
3: think like fan f- fights get... I'm not comparing Joyce and Dubois to Crawford and Spence and things like that, but fights do get over-marinated. Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, and before any idiots say, oh, he's comparing it to, I'm not, I'm saying, I'm comparing it to like over-marination of fights, and you don't get the best, you, you've got Joe here, who I genuinely believe is in his prime, and Daniel credits credit to both guys, they're, t- they're taking the fight at different stages of their career, because I think a lose does more harm for Joe than it does for Daniel, that's my honest opinion, because I think Daniel, I, as I said to Daniel, I said it, said it to him, he probably is the real deal, But I wholeheartedly believe Joe Joyce is going to stop him. I really do believe that.
0: Just before we come on to that, they're both in town now. We're both here. Um, Did you consider the fight for the European title with Hergovic?
3: Listen, it's always a thought, but this fight's bigger exposure. It's a bigger fight. It's uh, a better fight. It's more money. There's more to gain. What does Hergovich offer? No, Hergovich is a great, great fighter. Honestly, I don't want to disrespect him. I really don't. Cause he is a t- top, top fighter. Been to the Olympics, Olympic bronze medalist. But nobody knows who he is. They really don't. Nobody, nobody really cares about Hergovich. He's a bit of like a who needs him kind of, kind of fight. And as a, these, these two have kind of uh, a fortune to have each other because you need a good dance partner to create to create a, a massive fight and a massive occasion. This is what you got here.
0: We had a kind of brief conversation uh, in the week about this fight being. On pay-per-view, can you just kind of give me your thoughts on this fight being on pay-per-view?
3: Well, if you look at some of the pay-per-view quality fights that are going on nowadays, this is more than a pay-per-view fight, in my opinion. Like, 20 quid to watch a fight like this. All I'm saying to people is, if you don't want to watch it, don't pay for it. No problems. Hear the result in the morning or watch the replay on YouTube. No problem. If you want to see a 50-50 competitive fight, tune in and tune in and pay for for the fight because you're going to get your money's worth. Simple as that.
0: We are in a day and age now where the pay-per-view market and model has changed dramatically and we've seen Eddie Hearn shows are kind of sometimes based on the whole card as opposed to the loan fight which it used to be just the loan fight but um, I mean we would expect a, a good card from Frank anyway.
3: I know there's going to be, a, I'm hearing about some of the fights that are going to be made, it's going to be a stacked undercard, top talent on it, top up-and-coming talent on it and hopefully some other, other 50-50 fights so it's really going to get, you're going to get your money's worth and then you, you, you've got your, your your dessert with that at the end, which is going to be fantastic.
0: Any stumbling blocks in order to make this fight happen, Sam? Listen, there was a few. There was,
3: there was, there was, there was, there was really was there was a few. There was, there was. Um, everything was changed every day. We'd agree something, and then the, then the goalposts had changed. I'll say it very openly. Uh, it, it was sometimes. I could, uh, listen, at, at the at the very beginning, it was like, why should it be a double r Joyce? Why? Debar hasn't beaten anybody, he hasn't, amateur or pro, he's beaten nobody, that is a fact, that's not me slagging him off, he's looked the part, he's looked sensational in his fights, but who has he beat? He hasn't beaten anybody. Joe, look at his amateur record, Olympic silver medalist. one of the most decorated um, decorated uh, amateurs to ever come out of this country, if not the, with the medal collection he has. His pro career, yes, remains to be almost a bit past his best, but he's beat a former world champion, he's beaten Brian Jennings, who went 12 with Klitschko, who's very much, you can see, Jennings has still got plenty in the tank. Um, i believe joe's the joe's the um done, done far more but look if this kind of thing was going to stop a fight this is not this is nothing to do with my go, joseph like, well like listen have it no problem dubar joyce is, is what it is let's just give the fans what
0: they want a lot of people kind of reading comments they believe what a lot of us think that early on it seems to be possibly daniel's fight if it yeah. goes into kind of the second half of the fight the later rounds then you may side with joe is that generally how it could go look I'm I'm realistic, I know people don't think I'm I'm just beer
3: goggles, Joe Joyce, it's not, Daniel's a big, big puncher, he is, he's he's a terrific puncher, he's got a good heart solid jab, he's a dangerous fighter, but he's not been tested, I believe Joe's chin has been tested, I think Joe, I know Joe's capable of getting up off the floor, if that's what Joe has to do to win this fight, he will, I've never seen a more motivated Joe, and that's me being very serious and sincere, I've never seen him so motivated for a fight. You can see like, him a different change in his demeanor, can't you, already? Like, the, you've seen him on Good Morning Britain this morning. He's, he's, he's fired up for this fight. He really, really is, and, and he, and, he, and he, he think, Joe feels he has a point to prove.
0: There were some comments from uh, Eddie Hearn, who said that this is a great fight, but he, he didn't believe this was a pay-per-view.
3: Okay. Eddie Hearn would give his right testicle to promote this fight. Facts. Absolute facts. He would give his right hairy testicle to promote this fight. 100%. Come on now, move on. Next question, it's
0: ridiculous. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, this is, this is a great fight. And I think uh, two unbeaten heavyweights, we kind of possibly compare this to when the Gale Fort Groves years ago, a lot of yeah. people were saying, why are these two fighting each other? But they both went on to we win like world, to world titles and, and whatever else they won. So,
3: it depends the manner of the win and the manner of the defeat, doesn't it? If someone gets blasted out in the first round, then it's, it's, it's going to be more difficult. It's going to be more difficult, but there's still a way back. It's a long way back, but it's still a way back. But as I say, if it's close, it goes to. It could even go to points. It could be late stoppages. Either way, I just think if you look at their styles, you're only going to get one thing, aren't you? It's an absolute barn burner. There's
0: been some pre-criticism about the potential build-up because we know that in the past, Daniel and Joe haven't been big talkers. But ultimately, it really matters what happens on April the 11th. But everyone loves a build-up. We love a build-up. But how are you going to kind of assess how this build up's going to go?
3: Depends. Like, if you see this morning, these he's, he's been quite animated. He's looking at me now. He's been quite animated this morning. Daniel, Joe, Joe's Joe's talking it up. They're both they're both bang up for the fight. So, we're just um, as I say, it's going to continue here, and then it's we, you're going to get an explosive fight. People pay to see the fight. I know that they want the build up, they want the nice build up, but they're going to get a great fight regardless.
0: Is uh, sidecart Sam going to make an appearance today? Listen, anything. No one's safe. Nobody's safe. Be safe. Be safe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, be safe, be safe, be safe. All right, well, listen, we'll look forward to this uh, today. I'm quite interested. I know, like I said, they're not notoriously known for their kind of trash-talking, you know.
3: Joe might flip a table today. There might be table flipping season. What have we got here? This
0: table can be flipped. That's a good old table that can be flipped.
3: Yeah, I've been kind of winding you up in the car earlier as well. I've had four coffees in him. I'm kind of like saying, they think you're shit, Joe. They think you're shit. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's ready. He's ready to go. He really is. And he's never been more motivated for this fight in his, for a fight in his life. I know that. See something different in his fight. When I told him he fighting Marco up for the European title, it looked like he wanted to strangle me. He just did. He just did. He looked like he wanted to strangle me. That's Can what you me. Just kind of go over the, the situation. I really that really spoke to him about it. The fight. Listen, Joe was physically prepared, ready to go to Germany and win the fight. He was 100% going to go there and win the fight. But Joe wants, Joe wants to be motivated. He's all on motivation. And when I told him that this fight's, we're getting closer here, Joe. A different, different, um, a different look in his eye. And he he's really is ready to go. He's excited. You see, I believe you see a different demeanour in it. He's changing his demeanour today because he's so excited for this fight.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to it. April the 11th at the O2. Uh, yeah, I think you no can't. What
3: anybody yeah. says, as I, say, as I said to people, I say this in a polite way. If you don't, want if you have a problem with it, don't buy it. If you want to, if you want to watch an exciting, exciting fight with two British heavyweights, which don't come around very often, Dillian White and Joshua were the last ones to do it, where people was mad interest, and that was a great fight, a great occasion. This is going to be the same White thing. Chisora was to be, yeah, it's White Chisora, but always, I don't know. I don't, not this isn't this is this is this is different to that in my opinion
0: I mean, what can you buy for 20 pounds nowadays? I bet 20 pounds won't even buy the the laces on your LeBoutons. you having them aren't you, Coogan <laughs> I do like them to be yeah, fair yeah, but your um, footwears I always un-
3: st- I' have had a bit of stick about them today, but um no look, t- it's 20 quid like it's, it's I know it's a lot of it's, it is a lot of money like that like, it's a lot of money to 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 some people, and to some people it's not, but you're going to get your money's worth. You really are going to get your money's worth.
0: I think look, so with that kind of going through the whole pay-per-view thing we seem to talk about it a lot but I think people's kind of grievance with it is that on top of subscriptions to Sky Sports, BT Sport etc etc having to pay another premium on top of that which yeah I get that 100%. We're not
3: American isn't it where we have to pay $150 for, for some other pay-per-views at the shambles that they put on over there. 20
0: quid fill your boots. Alright Sam, I look forward to this. I'm actually quite intrigued about this press conference because I think that people are kind of thinking it's nothing's going to be said in it, but I think that that might not be the case.
3: You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. I might throw a table at Frank Warren's head. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Do you reckon? I don't think I'll be able to pick it up. I don't think I'll be able to pick it up. There's, there's definitely something going be, to be said today because there's a few things that people don't know about I might unveil today. So Might, might reveal some deep, dark secrets.
0: Right, okay, so <laughs> can we exit Sam Jones and yeah, bring in uh, Joe Joyce?
2: Gold Star Promotions is proud to present Floyd Money Mayweather. The man himself is coming to the UK for his UK tour, February and March 2020. For all info and tickets, Gold Star Promotions the host of the UK. I've seen quite a lot of people say that there isn't much of a buzz for this Wilder Fury rematch. They say that the fight isn't being promoted very well or perhaps it's just not that compelling a matchup. Well, if you're looking for entertainment in the lead up to this fight, look no further than John Fury, Tyson's dad, who is always great value when it comes to interviews and what have you, always provides entertainment at least for my taste, he's extremely entertaining. Look, he says a lot of things which are questionable to say the least in terms of their veracity. But if you're just looking for someone to lighten up your day a little bit, have a watch of a John Fury interview. And of course now, well, for the past few Tyson Fury fights, he's been on BT Sport. And in this particular video, which you can watch on the BT Sport Boxing YouTube channel, he's... This is just a short clip, and he's in this round table with David Hay and a couple other people, and he bets David Hay, is it 50 grand or 100 grand, that Deontay Wilder is going to crack mentally in the fight. And you see, John Fury is a very intense character, and to him, th- this is the way it seems anyway, anybody who picks Wilder to win has it in for his son. He can't seem to understand that some people are just being objective and it's not that they want Deontay Wilder to win. It's just, that's what they genuinely think is going to happen. I mean, I've seen a lot of people in my boxing group and on my videos in the comment section who really don't like Wilder, but yet they're picking Wilder to win. So again, John, very intense character, takes it personal when people pick against his son. But when he was picking Charles Martin to beat Anthony Joshua or various people to beat AJ, should they take it personal? You know? Anyway, that's part of the fun, I guess, of uh, John Fury and why he's such compelling viewing. But I urge all of you to go watch this. Hopefully, they release the full version. I'm sure they will in the lead up to the fight. I can't wait to see it because Gypsy John again is on one of his epic rants, pointing fingers and betting people money. Now, as far as what he says in terms of Wilder cracking mentally, wilder looked uncomfortable when he was in ireland and also the uk in the lead up to the first fury fight but once he was back in america he looked way more comfortable again so he was a fish out of water in ireland apparently he got heckled or something by the crowd because that was at a frampton show if if, uh, memory serves me correct and fury was on the undercard against Pianetta. and yeah he looked uncomfortable apparently he'd been heckled and Had beer thrown on him and whatnot. And look, as good a fighter as Deontay Wilder is, you can still feel intimidated if there's loads of fans and you're outnumbered by a large amount and there's loads of fans and they're acting aggressively towards you. I don't care how tough you are, you're not going to be able to take on a thousand people. Okay? So I can understand Deontay maybe feeling a little bit edgy and a little bit of a fish out of water in that situation. Once he was back to America, there was no problems at all. Maybe. John Fury saw. Because John Fury was saying when Wilder was present at that particular show that Wilder's cracked already. He's mentally gone. But I just think he was overlooking the fact that Wilder was a fish out of water in that situation and in that environment. The fight against Fury, his son, you know, Tyson, won't be taking place in that environment. It's going to be taking place the same place as the first fight in America where Wilder is perfectly comfortable. Now, he says that Wilder didn't crack first time around because his son was a shell of himself. He says that if his son had been in there against Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson, Riddick Bowe, or, or Vander Holyfield, he would have got knocked out in two rounds by any of those guys. Uh, you know, a year ago, the version of Tyson Fury who went in with Wilder the first time. Now, I don't know whether that's true, but I, I can understand where, where he's coming from. He says that His son is just going to be a completely different animal in the rematch. Way more strength. Way more, you know, aggression in him and the ability to take it to Wilder. But as much as he's got that, tactically, that plays into Wilder's hands as far as I'm concerned. So he can be even more strong than he was first time around. The strength can be wiped out with one Deontay Wilder Wilder right hand. We've seen that time and time again with the guy. So it's going to be fascinating. And as I say... Any of you who feel like you're not sufficiently entertained with the build up, just go and watch John Fury. Now, bottom line for me, and I'm sure for a lot of you, is build up is a bonus. What we really care about is the actual fight itself. The build up is just to sell tickets and sell pay per views, but the fight itself is what gets most of us excited. So, to me, this is an intriguing fight. I can't say I'm head over heels, you know, excited and jumping out of my skin about this rematch, but it's just very intriguing because Fury is going to be physically stronger and maybe even sharper than he was first time around. But then again, Deontay Wilder might have improved a little bit. So it's an intriguing one. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's Hatman, I'm out. Hatman merch is now available. We got t-shirts, vests, hoodies, and more. Just click the link below. Join me on Patreon, I upload a minimum of 2 podcasts every single week, covering a wide variety of controversial topics as well as live stream Q&A sessions. Take a look on screen right now at some of the podcasts I've produced so far. For just $3 a month, the equivalent of about £2 a month, you get access to all my new podcasts and my entire back catalogue of past podcasts including my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. You can listen on your computer or on your smartphone or tablet by downloading the Patreon app from the Google Play Store or the App Store for free. The Patreon app also allows you to download each podcast in mp3. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you get access to dozens of hours of exclusive content. It's easy to sign up, there's no contract and you can cancel at any time. So come and join our community of free and critical thinkers by signing up with me here on Patreon today. Joe Joyce has revealed that he has split from trainer Adam Booth. He says that he's going to be announcing a replacement in the coming days or weeks. To my knowledge, this will be the fourth trainer Joe Joyce has had so far in 10 professional fights. He started out with Ishmael Salas, then he went to Abel Sanchez, then Adam Booth, and now somebody else. And you have to say that's not a very good sign, is it? When a fighter is changing trainers that frequently. And I have to wonder whether the trainers are maybe frustrated with Joe Joyce because he is a very slow, clunky heavyweight. Perhaps they're trying to teach him things which he finds difficult to pick up. And maybe he feels that frustration. Maybe he feels like they don't really believe in him. Because in all the interviews I've seen with Joyce's various trainers so far as a professional, none of them have spoken very enthusiastically about him. Is it because, you know, there's, he's not the easiest guy to train? Or is it because they don't really believe in him? That's what I'm wondering. But for me, more concerning than him changing trainers once again in the lead up to this Daniel Dubois fight is the fact that he's basing his training camp in Las Vegas. Now, Joe Joyce is from the UK. The fight's happening in the UK. Why on earth would you fly out to Las Vegas, which is eight hours behind UK time to do your training camp? Because you're going to be dealing with one set of jet lag flying out there to start camp in Vegas. Then you're going to be dealing with another set of jet lag when you fly back and try and adjust to the UK time again. So no idea what that's all about. He says that he trains better when he's abroad without distractions and all that kind of thing. And when there's you know, nice weather in 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 the heat and whatever where it's where it's warm, but he could have gone somewhere in Europe, surely. I mean, Marbella, they've got training facilities out there. Couldn't he have spoken to the the uh, MTK people? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it just seems like a drastic thing for a British fighter to do, to fly out to Vegas to train, only to fly back to the UK to fight. Very strange stuff. And for me. You know the jet lag, some people deal with it easier than others. But for me personally, I've traveled a lot in my life. And if you're just going about your daily business, doing work and stuff like that, and not anything particularly physically taxing, then you might not notice that you're actually jet lagged, you know, after a couple of days, you might feel normal. But when you put yourself through the rigors of training or the stress and rigors of a fight, that's when you're really going to feel the jet lag. When you start pushing your body. That's in my experience. Yeah, I can feel fine in a different country after a couple days, but then I go to the gym, and if the time difference between that country and the UK is big, I'm just not the same in the gym. So, I don't know, maybe Joe Joyce being the experienced international amateur that he is, We'll find it easy to overcome the jet lag. Maybe he's going to return to the UK, let's say, two weeks before, three weeks before. But either way, I don't think it's ideal to be doing that. I just find it strange. And again, when you combine that with the change of trainer, you have to wonder where Joe Joyce is at mentally here. I got the impression that Dubois and his team were more keen for this fight than Joyce's team was. I suspect the reason that this fight is on pay-per-view is because of the amount of money that Joyce wanted rather than the amount of money Dubois wanted. That's my suspicion. Because Daniel Dubois and Frank Warren have been calling for the Joyce fight for quite some time, whereas Joyce was looking to go in a different direction. So look, I'm not saying Joe Joyce is scared of Dubois at all, but he understands it's dangerous. He's been saying in interviews, both him and his manager Sam Jones have been saying that It's a 50-50 fight. It's real dangerous. Sam Jones said that Joe Joyce could get dropped in this fight. He might have to get up off the canvas to win. So in in one sense, that's a good mindset to have because he's going in there expecting an extremely tough fight. So that's a good mindset to have. But at the same time, you know, is he as confident as he should be? Is he going to be as prepared as he should be? Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. The bookies have Daniel Dubois as a very big or a pretty big favorite. Let me not say very big because there are some big odds in boxing, but they've got him as a pretty firm favorite. Any of you who have looked at the odds and the fans have got Dubois as an even bigger favorite than the bookies. So some people are going to see value there in uh, Joe Joyce, but other people are going to look at it and say, nah, they already thought Dubois was going to win. And when you add the change of trainer, and training camp abroad and all that kind of stuff to the equation, they're just even more confident that Dubois is gonna win. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's Hatman, I'm out. Hatman merch is now available. We got t-shirts, vests, hoodies, and more. Just click the link below. Join me on Patreon. I upload a minimum of two podcasts every single week, covering a wide variety of controversial topics, as well as live stream Q and A sessions. Take a look on screen right now some of the podcasts i've produced so far for just three dollars a month the equivalent of about two pounds a month you get access to all my new podcasts and my entire back catalog of past podcasts including my popular confessions of a nightclub bouncer series you can listen on your computer or on your smartphone or tablet by downloading the patreon app from the google play store or the app store for free the patreon app also allows you to download each podcast in mp3 For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you get access to dozens of hours of exclusive content. It's easy to sign up, there's no contract, and you can cancel at any time. So come and join our community of free and critical thinkers by signing up with me here on Patreon today. Joe Joyce has revealed that he has split from trainer Adam Booth. He says that he's gonna be announcing a replacement in the coming days or weeks. To my knowledge, this will be the fourth trainer Joe Joyce has had so far in 10 professional fights. He started out with Ishmael Salas, then he went to Abel Sanchez, then Adam Booth, and now somebody else. And you have to say, that's not a very good sign, is it? When a fighter is changing trainers that frequently. And I have to wonder whether the trainers are maybe frustrated with Joe Joyce, because he is a very slow, clunky heavyweight, perhaps they're trying to teach him things which he finds difficult to pick up. And maybe he feels that frustration. Maybe he feels like they don't really believe in him. Because in all the interviews I've seen with Joyce's various trainers so far as a professional, none of them have spoken very enthusiastically about him. Is it because... You know, there's, he's not the easiest guy to train, or is it because they don't really believe in him? That's what I'm wondering. But for me, more concerning than him changing trainers once again in the lead-up to this Daniel Dubois fight is the fact that he's basing his training camp in Las Vegas. Now, Joe Joyce is from the UK. The fight's happening in the UK. Why on earth would you fly out to Las Vegas, which is eight hours behind UK time? to do your training camp, because you're gonna be dealing with one set of jet lag flying out there to start camping Vegas. Then you're gonna be dealing with another set of jet lag when you fly back and try and adjust to the UK time again. So no idea what that's all about. He says that he trains better when he's abroad without distractions and all that kind of thing. And when there's, you know, nice weather in, in, in the heat and whatever, where it's where it's warm. But he could have gone somewhere in Europe, surely. I mean, Marbella, they've got training facilities out there. Couldn't he have spoken to the, the uh, MTK people, maybe? I don't know. I mean, it just seems like a drastic thing for a British fighter to do, to fly out to Vegas to train, only to fly back to the UK to fight. Very strange stuff. And for me, you know, the jet lag, some people deal with it easier than others. But for me personally, I've traveled a lot in my life. And if you're just going about your daily business doing work and stuff like that and not anything particularly physically taxing, then you might not notice that you're actually jet lagged, you know, after a couple of days, you might feel normal, but when you put yourself through the rigors of training or the stress and rigors of a fight, that's when you're really going to feel the jet lag. When you start pushing your body, that's in my experience. Yeah, I can feel fine in a different country after a couple days, but then I go to the gym and if the time difference between that country and the UK is big, I'm just not the same in the gym. So I don't know, maybe Joe Joyce being the experienced international amateur that he is will find it easy to overcome the jet lag. Maybe he's going to return to the UK, let's say two weeks before, three weeks before. But either way, I don't think it's ideal to be doing that. I just find it strange. And again, when you combine that with the change of trainer, you have to wonder where Joe Joyce is at mentally here. I got the impression that Dubois and his team were more keen for this fight than Joyce's team was. I suspect the reason that this fight is on pay-per-view is because of the amount of money that Joyce wanted rather than the amount of money Dubois wanted. That's my suspicion. Because Daniel Dubois and Frank Warren have been calling for the Joyce fight for quite some time, whereas Joyce was looking to go in a different direction. So, look, I'm not saying Joe Joyce is scared of Dubois at all, but he understands it's dangerous. He's been saying in interviews, both him and his manager, Sam Jones, have been saying that it's a 50-50 fight. It's real dangerous. Sam Jones said that Joe Joyce could get dropped in this fight. He might have to get up off the canvas to win. So, in in one sense, that's... A good mindset to have because he's going in there expecting an extremely tough fight so that's a good mindset to have but at the same time you know is he as confident as he should be is he going to be as prepared as he should be let me know what you guys think in the comment section below the bookies have daniel dubois as a very big or a pretty big favorite let me not say very big because there are some big odds in boxing but they've got him as a pretty firm favorite Any of you who have looked at the odds. And the fans have got Dubois as an even bigger favourite than the bookies. So some people are going to see value there in uh, Joe Joyce. But other people are going to look at it and say, nah, they already thought Dubois was going to win. And when you add the change of trainer and training camp abroad and all that kind of stuff to the equation, they're just even more confident that Dubois is going to win. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's Hatman out. Hatman merch is now available. We got T-shirts, vests, hoodies, and more. Just click the link below. Join me on Patreon. I upload a minimum of two podcasts every single week, covering a wide variety of controversial topics as well as live stream Q and A sessions. Take a look on screen right now at some of the podcasts I've produced so far. For just three dollars a month, the equivalent of about two pounds a month, you get access to all my new podcasts and my entire back catalog of past podcasts, including my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. You can listen on your computer or on your smartphone or tablet by downloading the Patreon app from the Google Play Store or the App Store for free. The Patreon app also allows you to download each podcast in MP3. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you get access to dozens of hours of exclusive content. It's easy to sign up, there's no contract and you can cancel at any time. So come and join our community of free and critical thinkers by signing up with me here on Patreon today.
5: Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here in Sheffield with me. I've got none other than Martin J. Ward. Martin, I just said to you off camera there, you look great at the scales. Yeah. I mean, this is one of them fights. You win this fight, and you get that fight that you've been calling out for, that world title fight. Mm-hmm. You've been calling out for a long time, but, first of all, how are you feeling ahead the fight? Great, very great, great. Ready to go, ready to fight. I mean, I forgot the gentleman's name, is it Amparan? Amparan, Amparan, Amparan. Right. I mean, tough Mexican. I mean, I know tackle yeah. quite well. I've seen him at
6: the shows quite a lot. That's he always right. brings these tough yeah, Mexicans over. So are you expecting a tough fight Saturday night? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm expecting a a good, uh, good tough fight, and it's what I need as well, to be honest. I'm, and I'm and I'm happy to be involved in a, in a fight like this. He's a uh, he's the guy's coming to knock me out. Hmm. Simple. He's coming to knock me out, and uh, and I want to knock him out. <laughs> That's the way it is. So it's a uh, it's gonna be a good fight. Good exciting fight. I'm ready to. I'm feeling great. I'm ready to put on a good performance. Good stuff. Cause I know like some people that was when
5: For yourself, you're looking at this world title fight, you've been tweeting about it, you've been asking for it. Yeah. But some people might take that out of the ball with this fight because they're already looking at no, the future. But right. with, with this type of fight, like we've seen what Jordan Guild, in, uh, one of Pacquiao's Paco's fighters yeah. to Noko, we beat Jordan that Not, Nottingham. Yeah. You're not going to let that happen to you, are you?
6: Of course not, no. You said it so sincere, I like, <laughs> don't let it happen. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, but no, I'm, um, I'm a professional boxer and I'll, I'll be in here tomorrow and I've got a job to do. And that's to win, to so become uh, victorious in a fight. And, I'm putting on a good show for the fans and I'm and I'm excited. I've I've grafted grafted new balls off and I'm it's it's payday tomorrow, it pays off tomorrow, don't it?
5: All going well Saturday night, is it the world title next for you? Is there, has Eddie
6: said anything like to you? Listen, I've got a to fight tomorrow night. I'll talk to you after the fight tomorrow night. Um but I've gotta win this fight tomorrow night and look good doing it. I've gotta i got, to, got, I've got to put on good performances but I can't be keeping calling out these guys off like the opponents, my last two opponents. Um there, only, there was only takeover fights, just to keep busy, because there was nobody bigger stepping up to the challenge. Um, and I'm excited to be in this fight tomorrow. I've trained, trained very, very hard. Trained been a long, long training camp, and I'm, I'm buzzing just for the training camp to be over, to be honest. Yeah. And, uh, it's fight nights here, and it's, it's all going to pay, pay attention.
5: I mean you you you've been vocal on um, social media Twitter with yeah. Tim
0: Farmer.
6: Yeah. Unfortunately he lost his belt to Diaz yes. at, uh, a couple of weekends ago maybe no. was last week, last actually. week. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch that fight what was I your did. thoughts? I did yeah. Um, I thought Diaz fought, fought the right fight, a good fight. He box well. He's a good fighter. Joseph Diaz is a good fighter. You can't take nothing away from him. He's a good fighter. He's always been a good fighter. He's been an uh, Olympian as well and I th- I think Farmer looked wasn't very good performance at all, he looked very sloppy and didn't look his, his usual slickness maybe, but um, maybe it was because there was a better fight in front of him or, or maybe, like so all the, he lot, to be honest I he looked a bit weight drained, he was very tired from from a couple of rounds in, he was very tired and that, so who knows, who knows, but he got beat and the better man won on the right hand uh, and now he's lost his world title and there's a new champion.
5: You it that he lost his
6: world title? so you don't get that shot, or do you just like? Okay, okay, Listen, I'm nervous, I'm nervous the whoever's got the world title, mm-hmm. title mate. It's simple. Uh, I've, I'd fight I'd still, I'd still love to fight Kevin Parr. He's a good fighter. Uh, taken on away from him, he's been beat. He'll probably do the immediate <laughs> rematch uh, if he wins or loses. But I'd, I'd, it's, it's on him now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's in his hands now. The, this rematch. So, but whoever's got whoever's got the belts, I want to want a shot at them.
5: That being said, I mean you've got a great team behind you with Tony, Charlie, yes. Eddie. Have they mapped out a route for you after this fight? Which, which direction
6: you're going to be? Whether well, we we're to go IBF WBO? we're going to try go the WBA route with uh, Renny Alvarado this summer, hopefully if everything goes okay. Um, but politics put a lot of politics in it. They did not
5: try. In fact, did not mention the Alvarado fight for Miami. He tried,
6: he tried. to get it from Miami and couldn't materialise. The, the, the guy, the guy not fighting until May or June or something. And uh, I've got. a I'm in training camps and I've got a fight. I've got to stay, stay at the top of my game and 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 keep on winning. And I'm ready to fight. So we got this fight penciled in. But I'm not taking my off the ball. I got, I got, I got deal with it, deal, deal with this guy first, and then hopefully we can move on into bigger and better things.
5: Let's talk about this fight then. Have you seen much about this Mexican? Like I said, watched a bit of him. Stereotypical yeah. Mexicans typical rough, Mexican,
6: typical Mexican. Yes. Yeah, he's in good shape. He'd be in good shape. He will look good on the scales. A lot, lot typical Mexicans Going to be tough and. He's a big puncher. He's, he's, he's the guy. The guy's coming to knock me out. He, he's literally said. He said he's uh, in the uh, press conference. Uh, just stand and fight. Basically, is what he said to me. I'm gonna punch the two eyes out of him. That's what I'm <laughs> gonna do it, uh, tomorrow night. I'm gonna put on a clinical performance and I'm gonna I'm gonna box his head off. And you're gonna see. You're gonna see a better version of me tomorrow night. I've worked so hard in the last 12 months and I haven't had fight the fight to show up. I had a six and an eight rounder, but I've been in the gym every 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 day. Every, honestly, I've. After and tomorrow, tomorrow's payday.
5: You have to put on the performance of your life here, so, so people take notice of you and be
6: like, oh, maybe, what, maybe I'll and give and him, may, yeah, team. maybe I'll give him a bit of credit. Yeah, that he might deserve. I'm, I'm, I'm British Commonwealth and European champion, but that's behind me now, and I'm, I'm trying to get onto the like, I want to get, I want to be a world champion. My main goal in boxing is to be a world champion. So I've got to be beating these guys and beating them in style as well, so people will say, yeah, do you know what? He looked good in his last fight. He, I, yeah, I probably would rate him against this this champion or this champion now, but um, which some of them don't, some of them don't. So um, it's, it's up to me to prove that I can mix it with the best. Yeah,
5: I mean you're in Sheffield, a long way. Well, not a long way home for you maybe, but it's a long way home for me. But you're in Sheffield. What can the Sheffield fans expect from something? From
6: yourself, Margie, what can they expect from you tomorrow, uh,
5: tomorrow night? Yeah. yeah, tomorrow night I'm going well,
6: to be op- go tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be opening the show uh, live on Sky Sports. An exciting performance. I'm I'm going in there to to punch the head completely off this fella and take him out of the game. I'll, if I stop him, I'll stop him. If i can beat him on points, I'll beat him on points. But I will be looking exciting and explosive, very explosive. I feel strong. I feel feel very strong. I've done my weight correctly. I've done everything correctly. So it's all gonna pay off tomorrow night. Is is
5: that the game plan the front? Stay on the front foot
6: and fight him or well, we, we can we'll you tomorrow night. tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> night. Tony has a totally different game plan if you are
5: saying on
6: the front foot. No, we we'll see say tomorrow night. I'll be mixing it up though. I won't be I won't be um I won't be skirting about. I'll be I'll be mixing up with this guy and uh, I'll be I'll be fighting my fight. Good stuff. I won't keep you much longer. Thanks for this fight TV.
5: Thank you, know you very and, much, uh, Andrew. I'll see you tomorrow. Just night. quickly
6: before I go, can I just yes, give a little shout can, out to my yes. sponsors, please, uh, Andrew. Just NCIS Health and Safety uh, Training Company, Meridian Construction Services, Adam low Taylor and Kent, and Golden Bears Jewelers, oh, Ricky do Judd. You know. In uh, yeah, he's been, he's been. They do do Rolexes. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <to be> honest, <laughs> Not you know. my one, but they do do one. Uh, he's been my, my sponsor from day one as well. Um just can't thank them enough for the constant support. Definitely, thank you very well, much. Well said. Then I might go on if Davy Rolex says I might yeah. go and see you. Drop my name in it and he'll give you some discount. There we go. That's
5: all I'm after. But, as always, thanks for this Wembley right. TV and uh, Good luck tomorrow night. Thank you very, thank much. You very cheers. much. cheers. cheers.